Word of the Bay is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com shark to get your free audiobook and 30-day free trial. With over 150,000 titles to choose from for your Android, iPod, Kindle, or MP3 player. podcast my name is kyle i'm jonathan i'm chris yeah i just want to say that i love that song <laughs> i genuinely love that song. you're not the first person who said that to be honest you it's, know th- that's uh that song is actually like seven and a half minutes long really i i want to listen yeah. to the whole thing i've never actually listened to the whole thing yeah i want to i i would actually when i was back in uh, korea i would play just the intro Oh really? And I I would play it over probably like three times in a row just because I loved that tune so much. Yeah. The story song. behind that song is uh, back when I first joined this podcast, I was part of a band with my cousin called Hail Abigail, and uh, we were writing. We were in the midst of writing an entire album, like twelve songs or something of that nature. It was about a little over an hour long, and she actually ended up jetting town before the album was finished. So I have an entire album, like twelve songs with zero vocals on it. So when huh. these when I joined the Shark Dropper boat, the 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 pirate ship, they were always looking for music and I was just like, here's an entire album with <laughs> zero zero vocals on it that would work perfect. That's you guys just pick what you want. I wonder Damn. what I wonder what so was she going to write the songs and are you do you like both collaborate like collaborate to like write the songs? Nope. It was no, me. It was going to be you. I, I wrote all the music. Did you really? So is there music? Yeah. But did but did you write out any of your lyrics for the song? Yeah, there were there were lyrics oh, attached to specifically that song. Wow, and so, one other one. So that gave me chills. I don't know. I kind of want to hear it now. I kind of wanted to know what the. You never heard the whole like the full. Song? I've heard no. I've heard the full song. Oh okay. But I, like I want to know what the like I want to hear what the lyrics. Yeah, are. I, yeah I know. Like, I know. Yeah. I can only imagine as like an instrumental. Love it. So so Hail Abigail is isn't playing right now at the you moment. Could, you could call it a hiatus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping for a comeback personally. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Me is she too. still around? She's she's still around, isn't she? No, she's up in Milwaukee. She come back. Just yeah. come back. Have fun. You guys, you're having so much fun. I remember. It's uh, there are signs pointing towards that her move was a mistake. Good. So then she should come back. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Make mm-hmm. some fucking money, mm-hmm. brother. Have some fun playing some music. I remember you were all set to like make all of your money or that let that be your primary source of income. Yeah, I was. I don't want to get into numbers or anything, but we'll just put it this way: I was making as much as I could. Just if I just from music, splitting in between two people, I was making just as much as I would sitting at a desk job forty hours. Wow! Yeah, I think pretty much anyone would trade in their desk job for that. Yeah, right. and it was pretty much anyone. It was awesome, and we were only playing like we were playing like three or four times a week, and it was yeah. just like only like three that's... hours of time. But you got like free dinner, free drinks, and all that shit. Dude, that's the dream right there, man. It's... Really? I tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> tell Abby that, please. I remember he was like, he was, he was just like, he was like so bummed out when, or he was, just, or just the uh, when you were talking about it to me that one. It was, it was a while back, but it was before a podcast, and you're like, 
man, we could be doing this. And you were kind of like bummed out because you knew she was leaving, but like you right. knew you had all this opportunity at your door with, with different venues asking, say, we'll give you a regular gig. Let's just go. Yeah. It, we, we got to a point where we weren't even, we weren't looking for gigs. Gigs were looking for us. Yeah. Like we were getting approached. Wow. Like, please, like we want you to be our Monday band and, you know, Sunday brunch. We want you to come in on this holiday. We'll pay you twice. And, you were shit. you were getting there, man. You Oof, were you were. I, I remember you played that the uh, the petition signing at the Amsterdam. You fought you. Uh, did you? I think you opened for Jerry X, or you followed her. Uh, really, we, op- we opened up for Jerry X. Yeah, nice, nice. Fuck yeah, yeah. man. Come but back, Brain hail Abigail back. I will tell you this before we get into sports and we get into the whole mess of it. I do have a new musical project uh, going on right now. Um, it's more of the heavy metal nature. But I'm convening with a old, old friend of mine nice. who is one of the best singers I've ever heard, and we're working on a new album together. Awesome. The, the album is written. We're just recording it. You got plenty of space to promote it, man. All yeah. right. Yeah. So yep. Yep. Welcome back, by the way. You were, you were busy. Busy Thanks. as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I got a new gig. <clears throat> uh, I got a couple new gigs that have just been taking up a lot of my time, but appreciate the patience. Sorry I haven't been here, but know that it's been purely professional and not anything personal. Oh, no. I understand that. We always give you leeway because I understand you're a fucking busy man. So it's like... Yeah. This this week is like finally back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. So, And Chris, thanks for coming back on. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to be here. Now, I just want to say I'm, I'm excited because this is my first time doing a Word of the Bay with Jonathan. Oh, oh that's really? right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. First time, first time. A lot of times when we don't have guests, like we have Anthony, and Anthony's like, man, I'll never get to fucking meet Jonathan because like you just happen not to be here because of <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, one reason sure. or another. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, whatever. But you, Chris, or well, I guess Elephant in the Room a little bit. Nick Nick isn't here. Nick is, uh, is a little sick, and he... I texted him this morning in our little mass text. I said, Nick, can you come to our you know, podcast? And I blah, 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 blah. He says, uh, "I don't know. I'm sick. I don't think I'm going to make it." I said, "Okay, that's fine. I knew you. I knew you were coming, so I'm like, I think we'll be fine." And then Jonathan said he's coming too, so I'm like, "Okay, perfect. Then we're we're good." And then a little later in the day, he texts us again. He's like, "You know what, guys? I'm taking antibiotics. The doctor says I'm not contagious, and I think we'll be cool." I'm like, "What did you just have the flu or something?" He's like, "No, I had an upper respiratory infection." I'm like, "We're like, yeah, just just stay home, please, <laughs> please just go home, Russ. Yeah, you you're good. You're fine. Yeah, I, I can't I can't get sick right now." Yeah. The last thing we Nobody wants do. that, man. Nobody I don't want to get sick. Plus, an upper respiratory infection. Just fucking stay home, man. Just on a podcast. That's yeah, probably not going to work out. It's well. Not going to work out. Come too on, well. Nick. Think about others, okay? Two podcasts ago, I noticed Nick and I were just like the whole like second, <laughs> and it was like driving me crazy. I'm like, shut up, Kyle. Like, stop with the yeah. fucking sniffing. So it's. Like, I didn't notice it. Really, man. Maybe yeah. it's just my little foibles. Mm. Yeah, your own worst critic. My own worst critic. So, Chris. Uh, Real quick, I know that, that people can find you on Twitter, and I don't know. I know you have a blog out, and you recently wrote a huge post on the yeah. upcoming race season. Right, right. So, um, where can, where can people find that anywhere? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, to be honest, like I don't even know how you go about finding my WordPress blog, but uh, let's look. Let's see, Chris Davis WordPress. Yeah, it's I, my username is Chris seven eight nine or seven eight three. I don't know. But it's uh, I, I've I've done blogs occasionally, and when I whenever I get inspired, and I just decided to write a big blog about my feelings about the race this year. So people seem to like it. This, this is coming up with the Orioles stuff because there's it, a oh, yeah. you share a name with a very good Orioles yeah. player. I don't know. I've, I've noticed that. I've but noticed that. I don't think I've ever heard of that guy. Mm. I'm not sure who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the real Chris Davis. 
How do you feel about the, the Rays? The real Chris Davis. I think it's that one. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Okay. Oh God. In any case, I don't know. I'm I'm very uh very optimistic about the Rays' chances this year. Yeah. No. No Davis. Are you really? No Davis. Just Chris seven eight okay. nine. Okay. Chris seven eight nine. I deleted the set, of course. Yeah, seven, eight, nine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think and, and, and podcast at the same time. Oh, that's I think that's me. Where right here? No, that's not me. Okay. All right. Uh, it's honestly We've wasted don't too bother. much time. I'm okay. sorry. Well, You're not gonna find me. Um, but in any case, why I, I'll work I've, on that. I've been pessimistic on this podcast and on Twitter and everywhere. I'm I'm saying we're lucky to to hit seventy wins, uh, or not lucky, but like I think we'll be around. Wow, really? We'll be around seventy wins. Yeah, that's my prediction. Seventy wins. Seventy wins. Seventy wins. I will bet money with you, sir. I've seventy wins. I've had people bet me. Like I'm, I have an avatar bet going on Twitter right now. <laughs> I really? Yeah, it's a lot of people disagree. Like, I already have five hundred dollars on I'm, the season. I'm man. taking the pessimistic approach because I. I, I, don't I know. No, I, I think that's fine. Honestly, I, I don't have anything against anybody that has low expectations because, to, to be honest, when it comes down to it. Nobody knows what the fuck is going to happen this season. We have Nobody no idea knows. what our team is. Nobody knows. Yeah. It's so it's just so many mysteries. You have no idea how Steve Souza is going to play. Right. Mm-hmm. Steve Who's? Who'sa? Who'sa? Steve Who'sa? Steve Who'sa? Nobody knows. I mean, we'll see what happens, but I'm basically uh if if you ever if we ever find how you can find my blog, basically We'll summarize. Let's talk about it. Let's get into right, it. Right, right. Uh I mean, basically I I I went in Try to be as unbiased as I could because I, as a lot of Rays fans, uh, didn't know much about who this Rays team was this season. So I decided to take an unbiased approach. I did all my research. I looked through the team from the pitching perspective, from defense, starting, uh, bullpen, and offense. And uh, I put down some numbers. And uh, I came to my my own conclusions on the matter. And, And you know what? The Rays look as strong as ever when it comes to starting pitching. And bullpen and defense. And I mean, that's going to be our mo this year. It's always as, been as our always MO. has been. It's well, last year been. our bullpen was was very suspect until our bullpen maybe was very suspect. No, absolutely. And our defense. Defense was yeah was suspect, better. and I think yeah better than yesteryears. But yeah, yeah. But compared to snub. our standards, yeah. And and our starters finished strong, but in the first couple of months, I mean, to be honest, they were injured. There were major injuries. Alex Cobb. David Price was injured for yeah. David a, a Price was bit. injured for Alex a Cobb had, a, had and a Matt, Moore Matt Moore was with his Tommy John like the first start of the year. Here's here's why I'm saying seventy wins is because the 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 crux of our uh, success relies on the starting rotation and right. we we know we have Alex Cobb we know he's our ace we know he's gonna he's he's gonna go out there and get ten plus wins for us this year. Uh, uh, we know get more than that. He'll get more than that. I'm just I'm just being I'm I'm lowballing it. Okay. Um. He'll get he'll get. 10 plus wins this year. Uh, and then you have Chris Archer, who's good. He's, he's established. He, you know, he, it, the, I guess the knock on him is, is that he only has got, he only has two pitches and he's, he's trying to work in that, that third pitch, that kind of put away pitch or that, that, that <coughs> strikeout pitch that he doesn't have yet. And his expectations this year are very high. And, and we're, we're kind of putting a lot of chips into that, to that, stock we're, we're, we're putting a lot into that uh drew smiley is a guy that was sort of a third man for the for the detroit tigers mm-hmm. maybe a third and fourth guy and he's he's going to come in and be our third and he had a great end of the year last year after the trade deadline he had a spectacular end of the incredible. year incredible he he outpitched david price like, Ex- by far by far 
Uh, can he can he keep that up? I mean, his track record, or if you look at last year, yeah, one would hope so. He's a young guy, and maybe he's mm-hmm. he's starting to peak and reach his ceiling, or maybe he just went on a streak. I mean, that's I think that's a lot of what we're relying on, especially like in our lineup with Kiermaier. Like a lot of people think Kiermaier is destined to be like this this you know big part of our lineup, and and he's has to be for us to have any success. Absolutely. Yeah. But I thought I, I'm I'm thinking here like okay, if if. Kevin Kiermaier happened in the in the beginning of the season. We'd be looking at the next like Sam Fold, or we'd be looking at Sam Fold, who had like this big run, fucking the legend of Sam Fold, and then kind of peeled right. off and nothing. Right, yep. right. Um, and then you have Odorizzi, who who had a terrible start to the year, awful start to the year, and and kind of figured it out at the end. He kind of lay, I think I think he started laying off the uh, the the changeup or or some pitch that he was working on. I think he was working on. Some he kind well, of he worked in the uh, the Alex Cobb. The the it's like the some kind of weird change ups spike change up pitch that Alex Cobb is known for. Yeah, and he was throwing it like and he was throwing it much. like. I mean, he was throwing it a lot, but uh, yeah, he but was, he was throwing like a he was throwing like a curveball like thirty percent of the time. Like, yeah, like you're not supposed to. He was trying to be cute. I'm like, you're not a. You're, he's he's going out there but, and he's acting like a junk baller. But, and it's but like, that's look at not how many guys are. he struck out. He, he struck did. out an insane amount of guys, and I know because honestly, like I play fantasy baseball. I know you guys don't as much but i play fantasy baseball so i pay attention to these things and and honestly jake odorizzi's numbers from an era perspective are i would say slightly above average nothing special but his strikeout numbers are phenomenal like phenomenal Hmm. like one of the best in baseball yeah honestly so good so we're, we're we're putting a lot of stock on can they continue what they've done last year and you know, basically what it is is like they haven't had a huge body of work to, to draw from to say, okay, you know what to expect from them this year. It, there's a little bit of an unexpected t- twist to our starting rotation, um, but I still think it'll be our strength. I still think we have one of the best in the in the division. But I think, but what I keep coming back to in terms of like we're only going to win seventy is like we just have no lineup. We have nobody to hit. There's no hit. We have no. I'm sorry. Finish. Your no, line. go ahead. Go ahead. We have we we really have no like power hitters or not power hitters, but just guys that'll that'll hit for average or or what have you. And and how does that differ from the times when we've made the playoffs? You're right. No, it's it boom. Hasn't. You're right. No, boom. Because like like football <clears throat> in baseball, defense wins games. Defense wins championships. Defense takes you to the playoffs. Look, look at the Giants who won this World Series. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, they've got how many two times? hitters? They got two hitters. Yeah. Buster Posey, like he's incredible, right? right? Yeah, not really. And then uh, Pablo Sandoval he turned it on randomly in the playoffs, randomly. and that's what kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> rocketed them to success. I mean, the only reason that we did as terribly as we did last year was I, I, you can point out one element is the bullpen. Yep. Yeah, is the yep. bullpen. Yeah. Grant Ball for that, that bullpen was probably worth twenty five games. Fair yeah. enough. Twenty five yeah. losses. Terrible. And that is why, right there, thank you, Jonathan, because that is why I think the Rays have an absolute shot this year. Because I would actually say that our starting p- rotation, and this is something I wrote about in my blog, I, while I think our starting rotation is strong, especially when Matt Moore gets back, I think it's very strong, I think our bullpen is really the main strength of our team right now. I completely, completely agree. I think that I have no argument in saying that that is our absolute strength right now. 
I, I, I mean, we're loaded. I mean, right now, I mean, look at what Jake McGee did as a closer last year. I don't think anybody's doubting what he's going to do this right. season when he gets healthy. Kevin Jepsen was solid last season. Ernesto Freire, he's looked great in spring. Kevin Jepsen was great, great last track season, record. man. I, solid, I'd say. Jepsen was, was awesome. Solid, solid. Boxberger, we know what he Boxberger can do. Boxberger was awesome, uh, yeah. Uh, Gomes, Gomes, who yeah. I think is getting set down, but like Gomes had, had a solid year last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only guy who was down really was Ball for, and that was that was the cause of a lot of our struggles. Is that he right. just couldn't close out games? But but you know what he can do. You saw what he did with Oakland, and who knows? He could come back this year. And he's and, in a contract year, right? He, he, he's he's if he wants to best. keep playing, and and you know, he's got he's got some off. He had some off the field issues with his father. I don't know if that'll if that'll be an adverse effect or if it'll be sort of a motivating effect where he wants to just go out there and be and play right. inspired, right? Who knows? And uh, you don't know how long this issue has been going on with his father. Maybe that's true. Maybe his head was not right mm-hmm. last year. Inter- I never thought of that. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's actually very true. He had cancer, very, very, right? Yeah, Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I didn't think very of that. Very good point. Very good point. Balfour's a guy that pitches on emotion a lot. Yeah, yeah. He does. Oh, he's the definition of emotion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I have a number in my head. You said seventy. I have a number. No, in my I, head. I will, I'll say. I won't say 70. That's a little low. I'll say 76, more closer to 80. Okay, so okay, between so 75 and 80. 75 okay. and 80. I'll, I'll say do, that. We'll round it to 77. I'll be slightly optimistic on that, but I still feel that it's going to be a, a down year for us. Okay, mine is 83. 83? I, I'm going with uh, 88. 88. That's playoffs right there. 88. I think so. Wild card. Do you think the, mm-hmm. So do you think the Madden effect is just overrated? Yes. Yeah. I will take Madden Effect for a thousand. <laughs> yes, I do. I do, but I think it is an effect. I think it, it. I mean, he is a great coach. I don't think you can de- deny that completely. But yes, overrated. I think for sure. this is like this is what Madden does for you. Like when the chips are down, or when like, oh, that's yes. what that's what he's gonna yes. he's gonna motivate you. In a way that Kevin Cash is just not going to be able to do, right? Because he's just not that kind of a guy. He, no, he not a knock you know, you know what Madden does? Madden masters the mental aspect of baseball, and let's be honest, that's a huge part of baseball is, is the mental aspect. Yeah. That that plays such a role in the success of, of players. So more, yes, more than any sport. I mean, just playing more than any sport. Playing softball, and it's the mental aspect that that gets oh, yeah. to you. It's always the mental aspect because no it's such a thinker's game. Like football, you go out there, you run, you catch ball, you hit guy. Or you, you, if you're playing flag with your friend, you, you pull a flag. It's all kind of instinctual. Same with hockey. Hockey's very instinctual. I mean, you have plays set up. Right. Basketball, very instinctual. You don't have time to think. You don't. You, you just you have just to go. He who thinks the fastest is the best. But with baseball, it's, it's, he who, it's almost like he who thinks the least or he who yeah. can take his mind yeah. out of it and just rely on his training. And like, just I've, be mindless baseball player. Yeah. Those are the best. Those are the best. They don't care. They have no conscience. That's right. But yeah. then, I mean, here we are talking about Balfour being so emotional. It's true. That's true. I don't know. It's it's uh, two sides of the same coin. Absolutely. I agree. But, you know, I, I think with the Rays, I think their bullpen, and, and I guess we all, at least the three of us can agree that the bullpen should be pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, sorry to cut you off, Chris. But, no, uh, go ahead. But everybody wants to say, well, we're going to suck this year. We're going to suck this year. All right, well, but nobody can. The only reason that people give me a reason why we're going to suck is because they don't know who the fucking players are. Yeah, that's not a reason. That's not a reason because we lost Madden. Like, oh, you lost Madden. It's clear. You lost Madden. You lost Friedman. So that's not really a reason. Let's let's really break down the statistics. We kept our rotation. We we strengthened our bullpen. And 
hey, surprise, are you sitting down? Our offense isn't jumping off the off the paper. How does that fucking differentiate from and you know what? Prior. And you know what? And my thing is, and my argument, and I know, and I think, I think the offense argument is somewhat valid, but I would say our offense was about as bad as you could possibly be last season. It's, it can't be worse than that. It's consistent. That was terrible. Now, now that I think about it, it's consistently like that because the Rays are always that team. Well, where, like I've said this a million times, but like you're always like, "What's the score? It's one nothing Yankees," and you're like, "Do we have a hit?" <laughs> Do we have a hit? <laughs> Do we have a fucking yeah. hit? Well, our offense has always been like at the bottom of the league, but but last year it was particularly terrible. It was. It was the worst in baseball. That means 15 National League teams last season hit better than the Rays did with a pitcher in their lineup. They, <laughs> 15 teams had a pitcher in their lineup and hit better than the Rays did well, last year. Well, but, but that we need to start starting pitch. We need to put pitchers at the bottom of the lineup. There you go. Problem solved. There you go. There you go. Smiling Boom. Kyle, you, sir. I, you. Next Kevin Cash. <laughs> next. Real quick on a side note, did you see that Joe Madden is actually giving a consideration to batting the pitcher eighth? Oh, Madden will consider it. He'll probably bat him lead off at some oh, point dude. this season, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I Honestly. Fully expect- confidence. <laughs> now that he's in the NL, he's gonna. there's going to be all kinds of wacky Madden oh, shit going on. Madden Madden is so in his zone right now in the NL. So speaking of, speaking of Madden, I read an article uh, by Jesse Spector. He's a guy that I follow on Twitter, and I like him a lot. And Jesse Spector rank, ranked Joe Madden as the number two active manager in the league, having zero World Series wins. He has, he's never won a World Series. I guess the argument is that he's done more with less. But wouldn't you think that Ned Yost would would be? He's basically just Ned Yost for for the Royals. He he went to the he went to the World Series, lost the World Series, never won a never actually won a World Series. I mean, well, no, uh, because because the Royals haven't been in the playoffs since Terminator One came out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, last year was an exception, but right, I mean, right. I mean, Madden's like been doing years. it since two thousand eight. I mean, that's what six, seven years of. I, sustained I think, success. But I don't know how you can rank him number two. Right. Um, Bruce Bochy is act, number one, I'm guessing. Bruce Bochy was number one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, uh, ahead of, like, guys that have already won, like Mike Sosha. Mike Sosha's got a fucking World Series. He, he's the guy that groomed Joe Madden. He made Joe Madden. He's he's behind him in in his ranking. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I'm trying to bring it up now. Yeah, here we go. And you want to say has done more with less. What about the fucking Giants coach? That team is like nothing. That's like a nothing team. And they yeah. won, what, three, four, three. World, three World Series in the last five years? Yeah. Terry Francona. Ten, Terry Francona's won two World Series, right? Yeah. Yeah. With with the Red Sox. Yeah. An active manager like Joe Madden's better than Terry Francona, you'd say? I mean, I. I, I mean, that, that, that gets so into it because then you're talking about the payroll and the quality of the teams that yeah. he had. And I think that's a big theme with baseball. As opposed to the NFL, where how much effect does the coach have on the team? Because in baseball, I think it, I do think it is much more the talent and the way the players play. You can only do so much. I mean, you can only set the lineup and put the defense in and put the pitchers in. At the end of the day, there's only so much strategy you can put in as a baseball coach, as opposed to the NFL, where I, I feel like there's much more of a chess match involved. Right. It's, there's a lot a, more factors that go into it. It's a it. motivational thing for, right. for baseball. Can you keep your dudes motivated? Yeah, everybody's riding the Madden wagon now, so it's the, you Madden, know, the Madden wagon. That's what he is. <laughs> yeah, that's what it, it is. is. Yeah. I mean, when, when he was with us, you know, nobody gave a fuck. But now that he's, ooh, now he's got a payroll. Ooh, ooh, now everybody's sucking his dick. That's all it is. Yeah, just let him suck. Hey, 
we know they don't. Let him suck his. Let them all suck his dick, and then <laughs> just wait till they see, see those lineups, man. They'll see. Just wait till the pitcher's hitting cleanup, and you'll uh, know. Yeah. You'll know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, wait till your. You'll fun, do it. Wait till your cleanup guys in like seven different places on seven different nights, and they're like, uh, "Wait, why don't we just bat him for and, and right, be right. done with it?" Yeah, wait till your fucking theme road trip. Penguins in a fucking yeah. dugout. $7,000 suit road trip. I said that in the last podcast. Madden comes in the dugout. Guys, $7,000 suit road trip. You go to this guy, you're going to get $7,000 suit numbers. And what the fuck? And like, we're not going to spend any kind of money on that. <laughs> no, come on, guys. Come on. It'll be come, on come on. You're doing it. It'll be awesome. Motivating you. Yeah, don't you want to be motivated? <laughs> All right. I, I have a fun hypothetical for you guys. All right. Um, It's fun. So... In this hypothetical world, the Rays have just agreed to build a new stadium on Channel Side, on the water. They they bought some land, you know, they figured out a way. They're going to hypothetical, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, not going to happen. This is extremely That's the point. That's the point. This is extremely hypothetical. They're going to build this beautiful new stadium, you know. Everybody's excited. You're like, "All right, we're going to get this awesome new stadium. This is perfect. This is the ideal scenario that I'm giving you right now, right?" right. The ideal scenario. The Rays are going to stay in Tampa for the long term. They're going to build this beautiful new stadium right on the water. Right next to Amelie. Right right next to Amelie. Whatever you can dream of. The best. And, and the stadium is not just like the Astro Stadium reincarnate. It's some fucking badass stadium. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Helicopters like Helicopters. take the fucking roof off oh every night. Oh my god. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's actually a giant manta ray that is the cover of the stadium when it rains. It's required you know? to keep your shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> If the Mons Venus has a fucking booth in the in oh, there, everything you can dream dancers, of, yeah, everything, and it's going to give the race so much revenue, and they, and they they just win like five World Series in a the row. The lines are done with and cocaine. This, oh, it's legal. It's legalized <laughs> it's in legal. this stadium, only in the stadium. A lot, of ground right. ball, a lot of ground balls. A lot of diving but. for ground balls. <laughs> oh shit! <But>. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's a great ground ball, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we're muffin balls or batting practice. <laughs> Whatever, come on. Hey, Whatever. you guys want to fucking go to the strip club after this? Let's just go now. Guys, no, wait. I think, you know, you and I, we should start our own baseball team. Yeah, let's start. We, I know nothing about baseball. <laughs> I gotta go, wait, I got to go clean the dugout. I'll be right back. We can be an owner and a player and a coach at the same time. It's awesome. We can do it. We can do it, guys. Come we can on. do it. All right, so all this stuff is going on, and it's wonderful, right? You're, so you are, you are the Rays fan, right? You are just the Rays fan. That's all I'm asking you to be right now, and that's what you are. And they're going to build this new stadium, and the day comes. They're going to tear down the trop. They're going to tear it down. It's today. They're right. tearing it down. Okay. They're taking a wrecking ball to it. Now, I can't speak for you two, and I can't speak for the people listening, but on that day, even in the most ideal scenario in the universe, I'm going to be choked up. I'm yeah. going to be sad that the trop is being tore down. Even if I know it's for the best, even though I'm in love with what's going on with the new stadium, you're going to be sad. Aren't you? I grew up in that stadium, man. Yeah. So many great memories in that stadium. As ugly and shitty as it is, Jonathan disagrees, but for me... I saw my first Major League Baseball game when I was like seven years old, 1998. And I, I just, I remember it my entire life. I grew up in that stadium. I saw so many great memories and, and, and whatnot in that game. When, when that stadium gets knocked down, which will happen regardless of what goes on with the Rays, that will happen. Yeah. Actually, I don't think they can. But keep going. 
Well, eventually, I'll get, I'll, get, I'll get into it later. Yeah, I, let's get it. I definitely. Well, I I'm curious about that. No, but yeah. I just mean like after 2027, at least that there's some point they're going to knock that thing down. I don't think they can. All right. No, I want to hear this now. The, not because of any baseball politics whatsoever, but because of city ordinance. Uh, a f- an old friend of mine is a geologist here in the St. Pete area, um, and she was explaining to me that they built the the trop on top of a massive pile of like is a dump basically uh, it's like garbage yeah it was like i think it was a a, a, some kind of a plant or something but it was a dump so basically it doubles as a cork if you were to ever like tear that thing down all of a sudden you're gonna have all this sewage come up are you serious i'm yeah 100 (laughs) percent serious let's do it baby (laughs) i'm scorched earth that's yeah so I don't think you can ever tear it down. But that's not going to stop the race from leaving. Right. No, Same. we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. All so right. I, I do want to say this. I have what your hypothetical I have been through with the Brewers. I grew up in Milwaukee. Okay. Grew up as a Brewers fan. Uh, I spent, you know, Excuse going me? as a little kid, going to County Stadium. Uh, they tore that fucking bitch down when I was 15 or 16 years old. And they opened up Miller Stadium or Miller Park. Right. Right. Beautiful stadium. Beautiful stadium. You would think that, oh, you know, oh, this is where I saw the Brewers playing, blah, 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 blah. When you see the new park, you're like, wait, what? County, st- county what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even give a fuck. Yeah. You don't give a shit. I think right, after the, right. the amount of cool. shit that, that it, it's going to take to get that stadium built, like the just ev- the, everything it's going to take. And like, I'm so invested in this, this entire like stadium saga. Like to see that, to see the trap go down will we'll, we'll, we'll kind of be like, Fuck yeah! Goodbye, goodbye. It's a like, it's a symbol. It's a symbol of an albatross. Yes, that's that's what it is. It's not a it, it's not monumentous of like oh memories. When I look at that thing, I'm like, that's what's fucking holding us back. Yeah, right there. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel All too. Right. I mean, I, I fair have, enough. Fair enough. I there's got to be a part of you though. There's got to be a part of you. Little the little child inside that's like Man, no, because nothing. Well, because right now I, I kind of like I kind of like to be able to stick out my tongue to the rest of baseball and say ha ha whatever. We're not leaving anyways, bitch. Like so what? Where our, our attendance is bad. We're still here and and it's not going to change. Um, I like that aspect of it, and I like I just I don't know the old gal. She's air conditioning inside. I'll maybe a small part of me, but just like Jonathan said, I'll be. Fu- Goodbye. That fucking problem is over and done with. Blow it, blow it the fuck up. Let the, let the shit run down First <laughs> Avenue. Like, right in the fucking first. Right in the first. Somebody out there agrees with that me. Mark Ferguson cried tears of fucking rage as he, like we blow up the fucking prize. Fun fact: field. Mark Ferguson was the PE coach at my middle school. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Bill Dudley, who was on the St. Pete City Council, was our wrestling coach. Really? At Northeast <laughs> High School. Yeah. All right. Fun so, facts. Um. Let's take a break. Let's take a quick break. I don't read shit. Chris, you don't read? Well, then I have the perfect solution for you. What? Audible.com. Wow. You can go to www.audibletrial.com slash shark. Sign up for a free 30-day trial and an audiobook download. You get a free audiobook, man. Really? Yeah. Free. Fucking free. Well, if it's free, it's for me. Yeah. Actually, you should do it, though. It'll help us out. Like, you're going to do it. I, I'm going to make you do it. Oh. Is, do I have a choice? Yeah, I guess you have a choice, but like, uh-huh. I'm still going to make you do it. Oh, You will okay. receive nothing and like it. <laughs> okay. I'll do it. I'll do it now. So you're not reading any kind of book? Right no. Now? No? Nothing? No. Yeah. I read uh, Pirate Latitudes. You know, I read that. It was like a year ago. But I read it. 
And it was by uh, Michael Crichton, the guy that wrote like Jurassic Park and The Lost World. Fun fact, he wrote this book, Pirate Latitudes, uh, right after he finished writing it, he died. Wow. So it's, he a, died. it's a death book. And his brother published it. I think you're thinking of... Well, hold on. We're still in the ad. No, we're still in the ad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go download that book. Go download Jurassic Park by Michael Crichton. It's a good book. I don't know. It is a good book. Yeah. It is a really good book, actually. Go download The Good War by Studs Terkel. It's also a good book. I don't know, man. Fuck. Download a book. It's Audible. It's a free book. Ooh, Why not? Sphere from Michael Sphere? Crichton. Yeah. That's a good one. Those are Michael Crichton books. <laughs> <Michael> <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen my movies? <laughs> um, anyways, that, that website is www.audibletrial.com slash shark. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from. So if you don't like any of the books we just recommended, you can find a fucking book that you do like. If you have an iPod, a Kindle, an MP3 player, um, Amazon, well, I don't know. I always feel iPod, Kindle, MP3 player, Zune, record player. They don't have it for that, but I don't know. You can go 45 RPMer. 45 RPMer. <laughs> 70 inch? Wait, no, that's 70 inch. That's a big ass record. You can you can literally you, a CD burn it onto a CD and listen to it in your car. Dateline nineteen two thousand fifteen. Audible dot com trial sparks massive controversy on War of the Bay podcast. <laughs> Tune in, hear a real life Korean man. <laughs> He'll tell you about the war. Who knew they could talk about that? Oh nay, I'm not say oh. Okay. Don't bring your wife. <laughs> Keep her in the kitchen where she belongs. Audibletrial.com slash shark. Thanks, guys. Welcome back, guys. Woo! Woo! Um, both of you guys don't like Jameis Winston, right? No. I hate him. Yeah. No, I don't hate him. I just think it's going to be fucking stupid when you draft him. Do you remember when I said in the last podcast, fuck Jameis Winston, I want nothing to do with him? I do. If we draft him, you know what I'm going to say? What are you going to say? Woo! Jabu, baby! Super Bowl! Here we go! Here we go! Thanks, so. Dude, I'm pro Winston. I'm pro Winston. I have tr- I have a one wow. full 180. <laughs> Tell me. Feed oh me. Oh, my God. <laughs> feed me. Are you really saying I this? I am serious. Famous Jameis, baby. I mean. Don't be hating. Dude, he's the pick. You know he's going to be the pick. Oh, he's absolutely. There's no question. Is there any debate on that one? There's absolutely no no question. He's going to be the pick. I've come to terms. I'm okay with it, and I know that that that's our best shot at success. I, in my opinion, would would you guys prefer Wint or uh, Mariota? If you were the if you were the Bucks, I know you're a Packers fan. Jonathan disagrees. Jonathan's a Mariota guy. You say Mariota. You say Mariota. I think that's fair. Yep. What's your argument? My argument for what? For Mariota. Oh, for For Mariota. Mariota? Yeah. Uh, You give me two guys. Who are to me? I think Winston and Mariota are very good quarterbacks. There's there's no question about that. No. You give me one that has a lot of off field off field problems. You have one that acts like a thug when at every fucking turn that you're gonna have to pay extra special attention to. That has that sort of maturity level off the field. So what is he gonna bring on the field in a professional whatever? I mean, in Florida, he was the guy. When he gets into the NFL, he's not going to be the guy. He's going to get a fucking reality check, and how's like he's got an ego. So how is that going to affect his ego? So you give me one, that guy on one side of the coin. On the other side of the coin, you give me a guy who has very good NFL. I'm not NFL football IQ. He can he can change plays. He can call audibles, and he can read defenses. 
I'm not saying that Winston can't do that, but you give me two very good quarterbacks, one with a high football IQ, one with off-field problems, you give me the guy with the IQ all day long. My but his argument is, everybody's argument is that, oh, well, Mariota never took a snap under center. <laughs> easy. You can fix that in an offseason. You can fix that in OTAs. You can fix that, yeah. Very easy. And ever and the argument for uh, Winston is, well, you know, they ran a, a, a more professional offense at Florida than they did in Oregon. What the fuck does that mean? Well, I guess. What I, does that mean? I guess Mariota's uh, reads all all based off of um, like very specific things that he saw in the defense. Like if he saw safeties in this sort of position, then he knew it was going to be this player. So Mariota did screens and options, and that's all he did. Like ninety yeah, percent of the time. I, f- I forget how it was. It was explained Shit that you to me don't in, do in, in some sort of way. But J- Jameis had more of a pro style sort of uh, of Just a straight read. up under center. But like yeah, he was able West to read, Coast. change, play audible, th- 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 those sort of things. Like he's right. he's what they call a more pro ready quarterback. And for a two and four or two and twelve team, what, what are we? Where were we? Two and twelve. Two and twelve. Two and twelve. Two, 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 two and two fourteen. And 14. Yeah, I always fucked. We that up. sucked. Yeah, very so bad. For a team like for a two and fourteen team to have to have a, a quarterback that's ready to go in that you can coach to go in first game and perform and start from the first game, which he likely will when we draft him. Um, that's I guess more appealing. Uh, long term, it's it's hard to tell. I don't know how these people could sit here and say like, "Oh, I know long term, James Woods is going to be better." You, you know, you 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 might be right. And from what from what uh, a lot of experts say, I guess you are. But you never fucking know. These things aren't. None of these things are guaranteed. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You never know. And I one hundred. See, this is my point here because you don't know. You don't know anybody you pick is going to be a gamble, and that includes Marcus Mariota. And to me, at least for me. The experts, and I'm not going to proclaim myself to be an expert by any means, right. but the NFL experts, all the consensus is that Winston played in a more pro-style offense, whatever you want to make of that. It's college. Fine. I understand your point for sure, Jonathan. But I definitely agree with the fact that Mariota played in a very college-style offense. It doesn't mean that he's going to fail in the NFL, but that does mean that he's a complete mystery. And as far as I'm concerned... I think I would rather go with the guy who on the field has more has proven more and is considered by all NFL analysts as the best on-field quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. I'd rather go with that. It's a gamble because yeah, his off-field stuff is ridiculous. It's a complete gamble because you don't know what the hell he's going to do. But at the end of the day, his football IQ, and this is my biggest argument for him, is off the charts. He's been compared to Peyton Manning when it comes to football I, yeah, IQ. I think no, that's a little... No, well, watch, that's, I mean, that's a little bit of a talking point for somebody. That's just, talk. Oh, fine. Peyton Manning. Oh, uh, yeah, I know, I know. And then they get clicks on their website. But, but okay, watch... His interview with Steve Mariucci on, on NFL.com. Did you guys see that? No. no. Okay. He They had like a similar, you know how Gruden has like his quarterback camp right. thing. Steve Mariucci has his. Steve Mariucci has the same kind of deal. I so, took the 49ers to the playoffs once, so I'm going <laughs> to. Right, right. I mean, whatever. I but, was with the Packers when they sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I once coached under Mike Holmgren. I think I know what I'm talking about. Fair enough. But <laughs> so did Gruden. No. <laughs> so did Gruden. We won a Super Bowl. That's the difference. He, yeah, with Dungey's team. He fucking embarrassed but, anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, so so Mariucci has the same type of quarterback camp deal. Right. But watch it because it's live. It's at the combine, the NFL combine, where the most pressure is on Winston. By the way, this is the moment that Winston won his draft pick with the Buccaneers with the Combine. Every single day up until that Combine, it was a question. It was like, Mariota or Winston? Right. The Combine happened. It was like, oh, 
Winston. Winston nailed the combine, and that's whatever. So did Jamarcus Russell and whatnot. Who cares? My point is, Mariucci had his quarterback camp thing with Winston at the combine when the most pressure was on Winston at this point in time for him to succeed. It's live. If you watch it, basically what happens is Mariucci sits him down. He's putting the pressure on him. He's asking him all his questions like, what, what's up with all the off-field stuff? What's up with your shoulder? Right. Remember, he's going through his shoulder weakness thing. Yeah. Like, what's up with your shoulder? What's going on? You know, He's being very forward, very negative towards Winston. Winston's just kind of like the way he handles it is amazing. I mean, he's got so much confidence. Call it arrogance, whatever you want to call it. He's got confidence he's got mu- he's through got the wazoo. Much confidence. And you want that. You want that. Peyton Manning's got that. Tom Brady's got that. Aaron Rodgers got that. He's got that phenomenal confidence. He said today he was the best quarterback in the draft. And I, I love I, it. I have to, I have I love to admire it. that kind of a con- that kind You got to love that. Guy. You want him, to, want him to say that. There's, there's one thing I want to address, too. Uh, if you're done with your, done with your point. Oh, I was. Just, oh, I have, still have the story to tell. Oh, go ahead. But I, all right, I'll say that, and we'll go to that. But um, so anyway, so you know, Wentz is handling all the the stuff that Mariucci's throwing at him very well. Supreme confidence. So that's the first thing you notice. Then Mariucci gets up, and he ta- there's a whiteboard. Mariucci draws all the plays. Uh, or, or, sorry, he draws his play on on the whiteboard. It's a very complex NFL play. Something that goes way beyond my head. Probably anybody that watches it. It's X read three forty nine south. All this stuff. He's right. throwing X's and O's. Guys are you know he's throwing all the routes and stuff. He's going very fast. He's going through it quick. You know Winston's you know kind of like oh yep yep okay okay. Mariucci's done and he's like you got the play. Winston's like yeah. Mariucci erases the entire thing off the whiteboard and he sits down and he's like all right we'll see if you got the play. Winston starts to get up as if he's about to go recreate the play on the whiteboard. Mariucci says sit down. You sit down right now. Winston's like, all right. He sits down. Mariucci continues to grill him about whatever off-field issues, whatever questions. He continues to grill him. Asks him about five questions. Random, completely unrelated questions. Just grilling him. Giving him all kinds of shit. Then, after he's done asking those five questions, he goes, okay. Draw the play. Winston gets up, and he nails it. He nails the play perfectly. This stuff is like the back of his head. Hmm. And that's something I've consistently heard. His football IQ is not just good or great. It's through the roof. On top of his NFL talent, he is the best quarterback prospect. He is better than Mariota. He's the best shot we got. He's a gamble as hell. All hell. That's that's so day and night from what you said last time you're on here where you're like, fuck him. I know. I know. Fuck the guy. You know, he he, he won me over. Fuck him right in the pussy. Fuck him in the pussy. No, he won me over. He won me over just watch him watch him talk just watch him talk and watch this watch him prove his football iq he'll win you over too because at the end of the day he's an asshole you're not gonna like him but he's gonna win the buck super bowls and that's all i care about i <laughs> i think I, I i feel very confident in that you basically i, I really up, do you, you sum my take up perfectly he's an asshole i don't have to like him but he's gonna be the best for he's, he's gonna be the best asshole for our team just like warren Sapp was just like fucking Michael Pittman was Kellen Winslow. I need, I need to do yeah, whatever. Warren Sapp yeah. was a big asshole. He banged some prostitutes and beat them. Ben Roethlisberger raped a girl. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't have to like it. I don't have to like the. <laughs> you system. don't have to like him. I don't have to like them personally. Right. I like, but I love the Buccaneers. So I know Peyton Manning. By the way, had some big rape thing happen in college. Yeah. And nobody knew about until just now. Cause, that's because Twitter didn't exist. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's white. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Oh, he's not white. He's, he's that Roethlisberger was white. He got fucking. <laughs> That's true. He got lambasted. Flame all hell. So, but wait, Jonathan, you were making a point. I wanted to hear it. Oh yeah. Okay. So there was. Uh, I saw you. Or I heard 
uh, and one of the episodes that I was not present at that you wanted to discuss in off off cast interaction between Nick and I, right? Um, where we had Nick and I had made a bet at uh, Mushroom Mellow after uh, Mushroom Mellow, Mellow <laughs> Mushroom after a few drinks in us, and we were discussing in five years from now who's going to be considered the better quarterback. Who are we going to keep talking about? in the top five because one of those guys is going to be in consideration as being one of the top five quarterbacks in, in the league at that point. Right. Right. Breeze is going to be gone. Brady is going to be gone. All that stuff. Right. Roethlisberger is going to be gone. Anyway, I said, Mariota. He said, Winston, there is a point here that we all need to consider not just about the player, but about the coaching around him, about the organization around that player. And maybe this isn't exactly what you guys want to hear, but let's just let's just think let's just pan it out a little bit. You guys are under this spell where if a coach doesn't give you the season you want within two years, you fire him. He's gone. And you bring I think that's retarded. In. You bring in a I whole new you. quarterback coach. You bring in a whole new offense, and that's exa- you, and then you. What ends up happening is you get Josh Freeman syndrome. Josh Freeman could have been coached into an amazing quarterback i agree what fucked him is that you didn't let him cook right you gave him too many quarterback yep. coaches you switched the offenses on him yep. too much and he had th- what three different head coaches uh three two 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 okay. yeah morrison yeah. shauna yeah there is a there's a sweet spot and it's that first five years when a quarterback needs solidification needs a rock as an for an organization in order to become be blossom into an amazing quarterback now, let's just think of it this way. If Lovey Smith, let's say, okay, you're going to draft Winston. Lovey Smith gives you another 2-14 and 14 or 4-12. and 12. He'll be out in his ass. He'll be fired. Okay. Not, right. not, not because I want him fired. No. I think yeah. if, if, if that happens again, for fuck's sakes, please just keep. We just have keep to him. keep a guy. You can't fire Somebody's got to stay. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to start Winston. You're not even going to let him cook because Glennon sucks. Yep. You're going you're gonna to bring Winston in on game one or game two or something. Something of that nature. You're not going to let him cook. He's going to be under this stress of, oh, oh, my God, I'm in the NFL. I'm in the NFL, and I'm starting. Holy shit. That's going to fuck him up first off. Uh, his second year, he's going to be under a whole new head coach. You have to kind of pan these things out like years, like just five years in the future. Right. Yeah. So let's ask ourselves, how many head coaches, how many different quarterback coaches, and how many different offenses is Winston going to see in the next five years compared to Mariota in the next five years? And honestly, that's the biggest reason why I picked Mariota. Yeah, that's going to be years. entirely contingent on Winston's success. If 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 he can have some consistency early in his career uh, to develop under the same offense and 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 get used to being an NFL quarterback. If he, I mean, if he starts the first year, I mean, a lot of guys have found Andrew Luck or or you know RG three had a successful first year. Cam Newton had a had a had a good year when he started first, and you can make many examples of that. Peyton Manning. Um, but I think consistency is the big thing here. You got to have the consistency. And John, you, Jonathan, you're right. You're right to make that bet based on that because we have such a fickle fan base, fickle fan base, and and media that we're just so and ready to run it. I I saw Fire Lovey last you know last, last year. year. Yeah, fire him, fire him. Game guys. seven. Yeah. What is that going to do for fucking fuck all? It's going to do for us. We're I just going to continue to suck. I saw it like week seven. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Unbelievable. No, but here, here's another thing. Here's another reason why I love Winston, why he's won me over. Because he's not phased by jack shit. 
He doesn't care. He's not going to be overwhelmed that he's in the NFL. I promise you. Nothing is. He has that big of an ego or arrogance or confidence or whatever you want to call it. Nothing is overwhelming to this guy. That's true. What he handles when that everything. Line collapses though. Eh. He gets sacked. He's going to get right back up and he's going to throw it again. I, I don't know. I just don't think. We're, but we're talking to. We're talking about a guy that brought his team uh, to the to the semifinals while being threatened with a with a career threatening. Uh, legal case and was just like, yeah, fuck it, let's go win some games. What I'm saying is, you're right. Undefeated. If, if he if he just gets sacked every time, there's only so much you can do as a human being right. if you're getting sacked all the time. And that's a fair point because the Bucks' offensive line sucks balls. But mentally, to me, that's a big part of being a successful NFL quarterback. And and Freeman definitely didn't have it. He was a coke addict. Anyway, so. Freeman Alleg- allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Oh, we don't know anything. <laughs> allegedly, but I think most most human normal people at the end of the day, when you get blindsided by Greg Hardy or whatever, like it, it's going to get in your head a little bit. I promise you, Winston is different. I don't know if he's a serial killer on his off time or something, but the guy doesn't care. He doesn't care. He is so confident at all times. He could get fucked up, and he's going to come right back, and he's going to come back with the same confidence every single time. And that's why I believe in him. If we don't draft Winston, it'll be like nine eleven. Fucking will. I swear to you. Well, what, what if we draft Mariota instead? If we draft Mariota to like to to like the FSU fans that are that uh, are Bucks fans or just Bucks fans in general, it'll be like fucking nine eleven. It'll be like the death of our team. Fire the whole goddamn coaching staff before the season I think, starts. I don't know if we, if we draft Mariota. I don't think it'll be like that. But if if we trade our pick, I know it'll be like that. If we trade our pick, you don't see what I see. I see. I well, just see the constant. FSU fan. I understand. Yeah. Which is, yeah. I, I'm. I'm not anti Mariota at all. If we draft a uh, Mariota, I'd be like, I'd be disappointed because I'm pro Winston. But I'd be like, huh, he's good too. Can't I'm fine with him. Can't I'm. I'm not disappointed either way. But if we trade our pick, unless we're getting like the universe in return, yeah. I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. Or be- if we draft like Leonard Williams instead of any quarterback, James, then I'm gonna be James pissed. James will be on our team come September and Dude, I'm telling you, just watch him talk for five minutes, you'll be convinced. Yeah. I promise. Oh, I'm sure. I mean I I, I I'm already convinced that he's he's gonna be our pick and he's, he's the best quarterback in the I draft. Prom- you know, I would bet money that he's not gonna be a bust. I don't know that he's gonna be elite, but is Ben Roethlisberger elite? No. I think he'll be Ben Roethlisberger. Is he going to win us football games? And yeah, I yeah. think he will. I think he'll win games, and he'll. I think he'll win. Whether or not, what, you know, whether the sliding scale of how good he's going to be, like, well, it remains to be seen. But I think he will win us football games. He'll be good. Yeah, he'll be better than Freeman. Yeah, and I, I'm better than Freeman. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey! In fairness to Freeman, he had a couple good. Decent seasons. He had a he, shit. He, was, he had a shit run of it with, like Jonathan said. He, he no, and I, I actually I completely. He had a young head coach that fucked. Yeah, kind of fucked him over, and with, no, with right. the lack of 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 control well, or just. I actually would have been okay if we had just stuck with Raheem Morris. I mean, he honestly he had a ten and six season. He's your best coach in the last three years. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. But he, you know what, in two thousand. 10, I think the Packers won the Super Bowl in 2010. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Bucks went 10 and 6, which is actually the same exact record that the Packers went. If the Bucks had beat the Lions, there was a very closely, con- actually controversial very, yeah, convert- game controversial where the Bucks should have beat them 100%. Yeah. If they would have won that game, all else, all other things being equal, would have been the, the Bucks would have been in the playoffs instead of the Packers. Not to say that the Bucks were close to the Packers in talent, but 
just to say that the Bucks were very good that season. They, they were. were very good. And then the next year, Raheem Morris came back, and we went like 5-11, and 11, and he got fired. Lost and the you locker know what? room. It's like, you know what? Just let him, just stick with the guy. Let, let him he, figure it out. He had lost the locker room at that point. There's, yeah, there's but a big, get a, a new locker room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fire them all. Fuck it. Fuck it. Keep Josh Freeman and everybody else. Bring come. penguins in. Hey, bring them all. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to do, do a little uh, road trip here, guys. So let's, let's all dress in plaid. Red and white plaid. I'm like, this is football, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Dumbass. John, do you have a word? I do. Okay, let's, let's do the word segment real quick. All righty, this is the word. We will both, Jonathan and I, give you a word, and then uh, Chris and Jonathan and I will all offer our takes on it, and let's get to it. So, Jonathan, I defer to you since you are returning guests, or not returning guests, but you are finally back. So, perfect. Um, well, do you allow hyphens in my word? Yes, I will. I we will allow hyphens. Okay. Well, then my word is butt hurt. Ooh, butt hyphen hurt. Uh, during for those of you who may not know. We were recording during March Madness. You may be listening to this in a couple weeks from now. Uh, my team, my alumni, Wisconsin, go Badgers, are currently in the Final Four. Awesome. And there was a, you could call him a super fan, a very special fan in the Elite Eight. Very special fan, very special man. Fan, man, thank you, ma'am. Special, special overall. Anyway, uh, Aaron Rodgers was in attendance at the Elite Eight game against Arizona, where we beat Arizona, and we moved on to the Final Four. Um, there is a CBS writer, sports writer, by the name of Dennis Dodd, um, who asked Aaron Rodgers after the game for a post-game interview. And remember, we're at a college basketball game, March Madness, Badger game. Hmm. Okay. Aaron Rodgers goes ahead and refuses the interview because he says, hey, this isn't about me. I don't want to take the spotlight off the kids. This is about basketball. You want to interview? Go talk to them. Yeah. Okay. Dennis Dodd got more butthurt than I can even imagine over this whole situation. Kyle, can you do me a favor? Yes. Dennis Dodd tweets out the following stream of tweets. Can you read those for me? He says, uh, Aaron Rodgers is one of the... Aaron Rodgers in one of the biggest moments in the state's history, ignoring how media shaped his image. Quote, I'm not doing interviews. There he continues. Or look at it this way. King and Dodd refused to be interviewed by Aaron Rodgers. Dear, dear Wisconsin fans, uh, it was about the Badgers. Then why was A-Rod on court? Credentialed media only. Keep going. Here's the equivalent of what Aaron Rodgers did today. I crashed his wedding to Olivia because I'm a big, quote, fan. Keep going. Media had to stay outside the three-point line. Uh, in parenthesis, really, while Badgers cut net. A. Rogers allowed uh, unre- unrestrained access to court. Fair? Keep going. Uh, still wondering what the difference is <laughs> between the two uncredentialed fans on court. Uh, one dates an actress, and the other is good at sports. One isn't. I can guarantee you that this will be taken up by the NCAA and the USBWAA. A. Rogers shouldn't be in a position for us to be blown off. Mm, keep going. Where do we draw the line? I just can't. I've, I didn't read all these. He's so bad. Where do we draw the line? USC can't have celebs on the sideline anymore after sanctions, but feel good. A. Rogers can be on the court with the Badgers. And one more. Having said this, I will not say a word when Ashley Judd shows up at Kentucky Presser in Indy. 
That's butt hurt. Jesus fucking Christ, Ooh, I let yeah. it go. This Jeez, is, holy yeah. shit. This is all in response because Aaron Rodgers wouldn't give him an interview after a Badgers game. Good. You don't fucking deserve an interview. Yep. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, it is very rare that he goes to Twitter and responds to any of this oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. But he does have two very interesting, I don't know, three very interesting tweets back. Do you mind reading those? Sure. To the biggest crybaby of the night, I had a pass on the court. Send your complaints to the AD. Hashtag quit crying. Hashtag your joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is very rare that he does this. Keep and then going. the second one, also with interview requests, sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes it's no. I'm not there for you. I'm there to support my friends at UW. And Fair as fuck. And the third and final one? Uh, two semesters at Butte, three semesters at Cal, 10 years of uh, a Wisconsin resident. I'll pull for any team I want, but I don't wear red. There you go. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Can you imagine what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I, he's he's creating he's creating something out of nothing. You know the, yeah, and I guess trying so. To get, he's trying, it's clickbait. He's trying to get attention. Yeah, that and and sometimes the media just has this sort of well, we're the media and we can run everything we do whatever we want. But this guy is making a big fucking stink. Look, I'm sorry. I may be a little biased, but Aaron Rodgers, I love it. I love it. I love the guy. I I look up to him on the field, off the field. I mean, the, the shit that he does, I, I aspire to be the way he thinks, the way that he lives his life. I, very, very pragmatic, very just, you know. Calm, collected. Calm, cool, collect, all at all times. Right. So this guy is just trying to fucking muster up a stink out of it. I'm, I'm sorry, Dennis. You're going to fucking lose this one. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you walk away from this and not look like a big fucking dick after it. Nobody agrees with you. It's, it's not football season. It's the NCAA March Madness. He's there to support the team. Okay, he was let on the field, and he's a Eric Court, and he's a big celebrity. But who the fuck wants to hear what did Aaron Rodgers have to say about the win? Or, or who, who? Nobody cares. Who cares? Yeah, who really fucking cares? So he didn't want to do an interview. Okay, what? Fine. He's not always available for an interview. The only time he's allowed, that that he needs to get a, get an interview is when he's sitting in the back of fucking Lambeau Field in the locker room at his locker after a game, or right. or you know for his credentialed media what the fuck ever but for for fuck's sakes man like he's had a game enjoying it he he got to go on the, the court and congratulate the guys it was probably a huge moment for the for the the basketball team like, oh holy shit it's aaron Rodgers. like yeah. he's here to, to congratulate us and and the kids that go to uw i went to uw the kids that go to uw we're all local hay bailing boys yeah we all grew up as packer fans i mean that's what he's there for he he's he's there to congratulate them like hey man congratulations where's aaron Rodgers from Cal, uh, Cal, so he's he's a California guy, and he's embracing Wisconsin. That as a fan of a team, like if 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 James or no, well not James Winston, but like Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy is a guy uh, from I, I think he came from uh, not Nebraska, but um, Oklahoma, right? God, someone Oklahoma. I hope I didn't get that wrong. Yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma yeah, came from there. I, I don't I don't know where he's from, but he's embracing the Tampa Bay area. He, I, I see him tweeting about hockey games. He goes oh, to he goes race, to race games. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the face of our franchise, and he embraces the area, and that's awesome to see. So like Aaron Rodgers does that same thing, and and fucking don't shit on him because he doesn't want to give you an interview. Because if Gerald McCoy was at a Rays game, and you know Longo hits a walk off home run to send us into to to the playoffs or what have you. And and Gerald McCoy is is uh, somehow allowed onto the, the field to to congratulate the guys like, and he denies the I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't want to hear yeah. from I don't want to hear from Gerald McCoy anyways. It's yeah, the fucking yeah, baseball season. Who cares? <laughs> right. I don't know. It's just it's a he's making a stinking of nothing. And then I, I know that Aaron Rodgers is a big basketball fan. He goes to Milwaukee Bucks games all the time, and it's like 
Just fucking leave the guy alone, would you? Yeah, really. Jesus Christ, he's there for the kids, not for you, dude. Yeah, not yeah. for your bald fucking ass. What do you say um, about... Here's the equivalent of Aaron, what Aaron Rodgers did today. I crashed his wedding because I'm a fan. Um, yeah. You crash his wedding because you're a fan? That's the fucking equivalent? Like... Is Aaron Rodgers selling tickets to his fucking wedding? Is it like a nationally televised event where like millions of people are fucking watching and look <laughs> forward to it every year? It's a fucking wedding, man. Like, what are you? Are you crazy? Are you fucking? Who says that? Who's because? In, in case you want to f- like see this fucking douchebag, uh, his Twitter handle is <laughs> at Dennis Dodd. Dodd is D O D D. It's at Dennis Dodd CBS. <laughs> I love his name. Dennis Dodd. Dennis Dodd. Ace Do- reporter. Dodd the Rod. Hey, we're all talking about him, though, right? <laughs> this is, a, this is what he wanted. This, this is, is what he wanted. He wanted to be on Word of the Base so fucking bad. <laughs> he knew how to push my buttons. I hope you're listening. If you are, stop being a fucking crybaby. You know, honestly, I think, job. I think it's Titled little crybaby. I think it's perfectly fine that Aaron Rodgers was like, you know, I don't want to take the attention away from the Wisconsin basketball players because, of course, that's going to happen. It's Wisconsin. Right. It's a Green Bay Packers. Yeah. It's a superstar quarterback. It's going to be on a fucking sports center. Like, well, here's everywhere. what Aaron Rodgers has to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually very fucking considerate of him to not say anything in that moment. Of course, he was not like he was going to get asked anything crazy. Like, oh, what do you think about Wisconsin? Oh, you know, I'm just I here to support him and blah, blah, blah. Well, They're the fucked up good. thing is like de- by, by virtue of Dennis Dodd making a big deal of it, he does take the focus away from the Wisconsin players. And, and that's what he's doing, yeah. Yeah, and putting on him. So you're a piece of shit as, as well as being a crybaby. I think we can all agree on one thing. Fuck Dennis Dodd. Fuck Dennis Dodd. Fuck you, Dennis Dodd. We're literally worse than Hitler. <laughs> worse than Hitler. <laughs> I wouldn't say worse than Hitler. No, if Dennis Dodd and Hitler right were the same behind room, Hitler, and I had a gun with two bullets, I'd shoot Dennis Dodd. Okay, first. wait, hold on. Have we actually seen Hitler and Dennis Dodd in the same room That's before? That's a good point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It sounds fishy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> anyway, that's my word. Butthurt. Great. All right, stuff. butthurt. I think butthurt is perfect. Good stuff. Um, I, I, we have a little bit of t- not a lot of time left in the podcast. I kind of want to talk a little hockey, uh, but I don't want to shoehorn a hockey word into it because I already had one prepared. Um, so we're going to go back to baseball, and my word is perception. Uh, it, this week, I think it was Monday, the St. Petersburg City Council shot down another proposal uh, by Mayor Kreisman to have mm-hmm. the Rays look into another site for the stadium. Mm-hmm. Now, the giant, the perception with the fans and the media is, well, fuck this city council. And I, myself, am guilty of doing that. I, I went on Twitter and said, well, the city council, what's more, what's more effective, pulling out or the St. Petersburg City Council? Like, it's it, – on the outside looking in, it's you, – you, you get the sense that what are these old fogies doing? Why are they preventing this team from moving on and, and building a stadium? Why is this such a big deal for them? Why are they doing this? And Jonathan's putting up a little bit of the money thing, and, and it is like the first time it got denied, it was because of the the um, the development rights. The Rays wanted fifty percent of the development rights after they vacated the spot because they thought they were entitled to it. Apparently, it was in the lease. And this time, I'm not sure what it was that that put the kibosh on it, but in my opinion, I think that that the Rays are just trying to stir support for the Rays. They're you know the Rays are just trying to throw their hands up, and saying, "Well, we're doing everything we can with the city, and they're just being a bunch of assholes with it." When the city is saying, look, Stu Sternberg's going to come in here, uh, tr- 
tried to uh, make a deal to look elsewhere, likely move to Tampa because that's where it seems that it's going to work. There's no data to support that at this point, but it's, that's where it seems it's going to work. So move the team to Tampa, and then the whole shitstorm comes into play where it's like, who's going to foot the bill? All the taxpayers, because Stu's going to sit there with his pockets out and say, ah, well, you guys, you know, you're going to have to pay for me. <laughs> I need a little bit of money. A little bit, a little, need a little bit of money. And if the team happens to suck after that, then we're fucked. We get we get fucked out of the deal because not only do we have are we fitting the bill for the stadium that you know that could potentially bankrupt us with, with depending on how much the taxpayers do pay for it, and then we have a shitty product on the field or or what have you. We're completely at the mercy of Stu Sternberg at that point because he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. He's got his money. He's got his he's got everything. What the city council has is time. We have we have until 2027 to sort out this whole contract or to sort this whole thing out. We have 12 years to to sort this whole thing out before the raise use agreement is up. I originally thought, fuck the city council. What what are they doing? But after talking to a friend of mine and kind of thinking about it a little bit, I think that that they might just be doing what's in the best interest of the city. Maybe not in the best interest of baseball. Well, of course. Of course. It, you, you think of all the local businesses surrounding, or just all the local businesses that are, are, are monetizing on the fact of the raise location right now. That's right. really what they're concerned about. Yeah. I mean, all of those people would have a class action lawsuit against the organization. Right. Should the, short, should the organization move? And that's why they're not. That's why, you know, a lot of people out from the outside looking at this, oh, we're going to move the team to Montreal. It's not going to fucking happen. And if it does happen, it's not going to be for 12 years because they're going to get fucked if they do. They're going to get completely fucked by these by litigation, right. lawsuits, paying the rest of the, 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 the right. use agreement. You, you better fucking pack that fucking Montreal Stadium good yeah. and tight yeah. for a <laughs> yeah. long time to pay off. Yeah. A city that's already lost a baseball team in the right. last 10 years. Exactly. So it's not, uh, we're going to get something figured out. But I think, th- I think the city council for now is being smart with it because the Rays have a TV deal coming up where they stand to make a lot of fucking so money. much money, so much money in that deal. So once they renew that deal, I think I think you'll probably see something happen after that point, to which the to which when Stu Sternberg does come to the taxpayers with his pockets out, we could say, oh, but you just signed this big TV deal. Why do you why do you need so much of our tax dollars to pay for your stadium? I think I would I at least would hope that that's the plan here and that they're not just being stringent little bastards because. They want to keep the the stadium, or they want to keep their pockets lined. So you think it's you you think it's a uh, tactical procrastination? I think it's a tactical procrastination. Yeah. I think they're biding their time to that. wait for the, the this TV deal to go through, and then you you you'll see something go through. You'll see something happen, and they're they're kind of looking out for the best interest of not just the city but the area, and saying so that Stu can't come back and say I need all of this money from the tax bed because we're not profitable and, and X Y and Z. Because then once we have that TV deal, they'll say, no, we know. We know what the fuck you just signed. You've got the money. We're only giving you X amount, and you're going to foot the bill for the rest. Yeah. And, you know, it's Perfect a point decent. that you've you've made already in the past about how, at the end of the day, this is an ironclad contract. Mm-hmm. There's really not much the Rays can do. Right. They, they act like, a, oh, well, if you don't agree with this, we're going to Montreal. Uh, good luck trying that one, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with that one. No, you can't do shit. At the end of the day, St. Pete's got the leverage and they're using it in their favor. Exactly. But the Rays are a little they're kind of winning because they're putting that perception out there that that they're they're throwing their hands in the air and saying, "Well, we're trying everything we can do and the city council's not playing ball with us." And and a lot of a lot of members of the media and then a lot of fucking fans are just saying, "What the fuck? Just let them go look for a stadium." 
but they don't realize that at, like once once they get out of that deal starts a whole new thing of like where's it going to be and then once they find that who's going to pay for it that's going ult- to it's ultimately going to come down to who's going to pay for it and it's There's just going to be factors. it's going to be a, a whole nother thing that's going to take years so it's it's not going to be that easy and, and i think the rays are putting that perception out there and a lot of people are getting panicked thinking we're going to lo- we're not going we're we're going to be fine trust me it's i i really think that 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 the city council knows what they're doing a right, gen- genuine like gut like answer do you guys think at the end of the day when it's all said and done the rays will be in tampa bay absolutely yes absolutely. me too yes. I agree. it's going to come down it's going to come down at the 11th hour like every other fucking deal before this ever did it's going to come down to the 11th hour and they're going to start printing fucking Montreal Rays <laughs> yeah. merchandise and then 2 minutes before the deadline yeah deadline reached yeah you know there's deal there's, reached going to Tampa there there's St. Pete White Sox jerseys you can buy exactly. there's, yeah. there's Tampa yeah. Bay Giants jerseys exactly. you can you can buy they're printed and everything yep they're like I said before they're running, they're just diff. running the playbook baby they're just running that playbook and, yeah. and a lot of fans are buying into it, and I did. I did initially too. Like when I heard that that decision was voted down, I'm like, ah, come on, guys. Just but when I when you get to think about it, and when I had a conversation with a friend of mine on Twitter, I I, I said I kind of rethought it and said, yeah, you know what? I, it does make a lot of sense what they're doing here. So that's my word. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. Good job, Kyle. Thank you. I've heard this for you know, I heard this a hundred times. So yeah, but for the listeners that don't, I mean, they're. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I just kind of want to. It's 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 been in the news recently, so I just want to put it out there that I think don't stop, don't don't panic, don't panic. Now's not the time to panic. Everybody, we're fine. We're just like two little Fonzies. We just got to be, cool. <laughs> be cool. Just you It'll know what? Cool. Just sit back, enjoy being able to buy upper deck tickets, move up to the outfield, and watch some Major League Baseball in downtown St. Pete. So just, enjoy it, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it, Enjoy it while it lasts in St. Pete because it's going to Tampa. I know it is. It it deserves to be in Tampa. It it's just going to be better than. Hey man, St. Pete's expanding. You don't know what it. What if we just sell out like every game this season? <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But what, a fucking what if you know? Yeah, I can only dream. Um, Chris, are you keeping up with hockey at all? <laughs> I know we got Coburn. That guy's cool. Yeah, he's that's, he's that's about all. I, I'm trying to get I know, him back. I know. I know. I don't really keep up. I. I'm I'm a terrible Lightning fan. I know we're doing good though. I know we beat the shit out of Montreal last night. So you that's guys cool. Have, uh, sorry, <laughs> Midiana. <laughs> open my mouth. Um, we're starting talking about hockey. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you guys just got uh, two major in- injuries. Yeah, Cedric Paquette yeah. Uh, had a had a huge injury uh, the it's other nasty. night, or not a huge injury, but it it what looked like to be a huge injury. It turned out to be not that bad. He's he's coming back, but it. Basically, our defense is is pretty banged up. All Coburn's right. been out for the last uh, few weeks. He's slated to come back for the playoffs, and he's he'll be a huge piece of of kind of that blue line. And as as a very um casual Lightning fan, yeah. Um, and Jonathan, do you know much about the Lightning? Would you say you're uh, pretty know. knowledgeable? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm a very casual Lightning fan. Um, my analysis of of the situation because I I do follow them. I would say that I'm looking at their playoff prospects and their chances to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And I've seen I've been to a, about a handful of games this year and on offense they're just phenomenal. They're unbelievably entertaining. They're they're high scoring, they're great. Unless they're in a power play. Yeah. Unless they're in a power play, I've heard that. But um it's true. But they still they score their points, you know. They they get their offense in. They do. Um I mean the, but we, my, we we played we played uh uh Montreal's goalie, uh, uh, Carey Price, last night, and he his goals against is is I don't know it offhand, but the number is is just 
is just this crazy low number. Unless he's playing the Lightning, we—I mean—we scored f- five goals on him last yeah. night, and <laughs> we just have their number. We just and, have yeah. and Boston has our number, yeah. and I've, I've heard all that. Um, but I, I was kind of thinking, like, I don't know if I am as a casual Lightning fan. I don't know if I feel like we're going to win the Stanley Cup because at the end of the day, we can score points, but we give up too many. We seem to give up too many points. Our goaltending isn't good enough, and our defense is good, but not quite good enough. Our goaltending. How is... can you get through the playoffs without great defense and goaltending? What do you guys think? Do you think we we have a great chance to win the Stanley Cup? A lot. There, we've. I forget what publication, but some one publication called us called for us to be the Stanley Cup favorites this favorites. year. Favorites. Yep. Yeah. Um, which means nothing. But yeah, I think I I think we're set up for a deep run into the playoffs. Stanley Cup. I don't know. It takes a. It takes a hell. It takes a, a you hell a good team to win the Stanley Cup. I, I mean, feel like you can't give up this many points. You're going to run into a team that has a hot goaltender and is going to stop your great offense, and then you're going to get stuffed there. And then your goaltending is going to be good enough, and then that's it. It's got to be. It's got to be the perfect storm of of getting hot at the right time, having our defensemen back, having having uh, Jason Garrison back, having uh, uh, Colburn back, um, having uh, Paquette. And um, oh god, his name's escaping me right now. Headman? Not Headman, no. but um, oh, fuck. But having 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 a, a, a full strength blue line, or just having having our guys healthy and staying healthy in the playoffs, and, and if we can get hot at the right time, if we're, if we're able to, to kind of put together uh, a, a good streak, maybe it's going to be tough. It's going to, it's going to be really tough. And I don't think that we're, we're locks to make the finals or even or past the first round. Sorry, but I, I don't, I don't even know that. Like if, if the season ends today, we play the Detroit Red Wings in the, in the playoffs, um, third seed versus sixth seed. I think that's how it goes. And I mean, they, we've, we played them back and forth. They just beat us on their ice. Four nothing. Um, yeah. We've beat them on our ice right. twice. I think, I believe it was twice. So, so your confidence in the lightning making the run is kind of shaky. I say deep, I, I'm saying a deep run. I'd say we're set up okay. for a deep run, whether or not we're set up to actually to win the cup. I don't know. I, I didn't think we would win the cup in 04. We, it, it's kind of the same thing. We had a shaky defense and a spectacular offense back in 04. Well, um, we had Javi Bolin, though, and he was uh, on yeah, fire. But Ben Bishop's on fire. He, he he lets a few goals in every night, but I think our goaltending is solid. We didn't have him last year, and I think he'll make he'll be the difference maker in the playoffs and us dancing right. this time, I think. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Can you win four against Boston? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you win four against Detroit? Yes, I, I do believe that. Yes. If the answer to both those questions was yes, I think you're going to be fine. Yeah, not fine. I think you're going to do well. I mean, don't, we're going to. Don't you have to be able to beat Boston though? They're barely even a playoff team right now. I, I, I think what they're playing Florida tonight. It depends on like the outcome of the Florida game. I'm not sure what they're how they stand in the playoffs. But yeah, John, I mean, Jonathan's right. I mean. Even Montreal, when it comes to Montreal in the playoffs, can we beat Montreal in the playoffs? That remains to be seen because they fucking swept us last year. We we had their number in the regular season, and, right. and maybe we figured out what they they're doing or how to beat them. Can we employ that in the playoffs? One would think so, but the same thing last year. We swept them last year. I think we swept them, and they swept us in the fucking playoffs. So I don't I don't know. You just don't know. It's got to be. It's we've got to have. Our 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 uh, defensemen back, especially Jason Garrison, man, he's such a physical dude on that blue line. Like I think having him back would be huge. Having Colburn's experience in the lineup would um, is huge. And fuck, why can't I remember fucking 
Because it's hot in here. That's why I can't remember. I know. Your fucking brain's cooking. My brain's cooking. But yeah, I, th- I think we're set up for a deep run. Whether or not we're set up for a Stanley Cup run, I don't know. I'm, f- I'm floundering without Nick. I need Nick here to like <laughs> fill in the blanks, Nick, please. I don't know what I'm talking about sometimes. Jonathan, are you a Lightning fan or? No. I'm, kind a of, I'm a hockey fan, but I don't have a team to root for. Oh, okay. We've kind of forced Jonathan to be a, to be a Lightning fan. He's we're, we're just like, we're like dragging him along. Like, come on. He's, okay, here's my thing. You're a man I, without a country. I'm a man without a country, but if the Lightning make it into the playoffs, I root for him. Fair Dude, enough. They're, because they're, they're in the playoffs. It's going to be fucking oh, awesome. No, no doubt about the, that. The nature behind that is I came from Milwaukee, and our team up there is the Milwaukee Admirals. Listeners know this story. Uh, but Milwaukee Admirals is like the equivalent of like a double-A team, <laughs> right? And it's like that's that's my hockey team. Well, right. obviously down here I can't watch fucking Admirals hockey. I can't go to an Admiral. They're never going to come to town. So it's like, okay, I grew up watching hockey, and now it's like, now what do I do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like it, the Lightning has not won me over as far as like, like with the Rays, watching the Rays play with that much heart and that much fucking being that much of an underdog and like looking at that fucking team going like, holy shit, this is a, I love this team. Yeah. yeah. Win or lose, I love this team. Yeah. Lightning just hasn't done it for me. Right. Yeah. It, 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 that's that's cool. fair enough. I mean, yeah. it, because it does, it, there's, it, you need something to make it click. I don't know. It, it's right. clicked for me right. this year, but it has. It's in past years it hasn't, and I, I totally get where Jonathan's coming from, and you too. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's hockey is sort of if you're not, it's 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 it can be hard to get into, and it can yeah. be hard to follow to start following. But I've been following it. A, it a, it a helps whole come lot. playoff time though. That's for oh, sure. Oh baby, yeah, <laughs> it ramps up. There's nothing like playoff hockey, and I can't yeah. wait. I, we we all need to get together. We'll go to game. We'll go for to sure. we'll start drinking them heavily and watch games and. When we went to the uh, the lightning game a couple weekends ago, like I was like follow, I was like following the puck and I was like following the game just fine. I was like calling out follows before the referees were. And Nick turns to me, he's like, "How? Wait, I thought you didn't know this." I'm like, "No, I, yeah. <laughs> I know hockey. I know hockey really well. Like I know hockey as much as I know baseball and fucking football. Just because I don't." I'm not a lightning fan. Doesn't mean I'm not a hockey fan. <laughs> <laughs> like Nick was, Nick was. I think I was. It was a few podcasts ago. Nick was quite drunk on the podcast, and we were talking about hockey. And then after the game, we we're watching the game, and John and, and Nick's kind of explaining it to Jonathan. He's like explaining the basics of the of hockey to me. And I'm like, dude, Jonathan is from Wisconsin. Like, he's a he's a fucking northerner. Like, yeah. of course he knows hockey. I'm two clicks away from being Canadian, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that That's was awesome. awesome. I know. And then I was like, Nick, shut up. Shut I'm, just, up. I'm just trying to watch a hockey game. And you're like, but you see what he did? That's called hooking. I'm like, yeah, I know what hooking is, Nick. <laughs> we love you, Nick. We, we, he means well. He means well. Yeah, we're, we're, Nick's we're, a good guy. We tease him. Of course. Yeah. Anyway, let's get the fuck out of here, man. That's, I'm uh, yeah, sweating. I'm sweating. I'm oh, sweating man. balls. Um, uh, Guys, go to www.sharkdropper.com. Check out all of our many podcasts. There's also a link on there for our Patreon page to support uh, our, not just Word of the Bay, but Doppel Avenue Hurt, Shark Dropper, Horror Play, Movies, Films, and Flicks, Top 5, any of those podcasts. You go to you go to sharkdropper.com. You go to Patreon. You can, down, you can give a dollar a month. It's $12 a month. And, you know, I don't know. I'm... You don't have to, but it's there. It's there if you like what we do and you want to. If if you want to support us, I know people have reached out to us. I'm like, how do we do? Are you guys making T-shirts? Are you making stickers? Anything like that? No, but you can go to Patreon and just donate a dollar a month. It's a buck a month, and it helps us. And what helps us even more? Well, not, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't say even more. What helps us just as just as much is if you go to iTunes and you write us a review and give us a five star rating. 
that helps us immensely. That helps us chart. Yeah, that's more people that hear our Audible subscription and or our Audible commercial and yeah, click on I mean, that. If you want to send us pictures of your boobs or dicks or balls, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, any of those. Too. Yeah, feel free. Yeah, <laughs> you can add me, <laughs> Kyle W T V. You can follow me on the Amber Alert. Just you know, <laughs> send your tweets there. Yeah, send them all there. You'll 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 figure it out either way. You I'm get more on the Silver Alert there. side. So. <laughs> Stealing old people. Mm-hmm. Is, I think that is the old people just running away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, funny. Like you're old right. people just running away. Yeah. yeah, what are you running away from? Death. I, th- I, I hate <laughs> my life. <laughs> I don't want to live anymore. You fuck. Well, I think. I don't think they even realize they're running away. I yeah. think they're just they're Driving. just going somewhere. They're, <laughs> they're, they're going drove. shopping. Grandpa drove to the store. Everybody freaked out. Called out a silver <laughs> silver alert. <laughs> Ended up on Del Mabry somehow. <laughs> okay, guys, that was where the bay. I am Kyle. I'm Jonathan. I'm Chris. are done with cocaine. Oh. A lot, of ground right. ball, a lot of ground balls. A lot of diving but. for ground balls. <laughs> oh, shit. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great ground ball, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Hey. seconds till shark drought. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. This podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.